Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Elise DeLucci Show, episode 84. How are you doing? Right now I'm recording this and it's Thanksgiving Eve. I look like such a train wreck. I'm on my way to go out to do a show. I just spent the whole entire day cooking. I'm off from work today. And what's in the oven? What's in the fridge about to go? What's cooling down on the table? We got a, we got a full operation going on here. Fact of the day. This is so crazy when I read this. In an average lifetime, a person will walk. Okay, let's see. How many miles do you... (laughs) Like as if we're in front of each other. How many miles do you think the average person walks in their entire life? And you know, you could do the math. If you were doing an average of 10,000 steps a day and you lived till, say, you were 80. Which hopefully we live till longer than 80. Do we want to do that though? I don't know. Anyway, the average person in their lifetime walks five times around the earth, the equivalent of five times around the equator, which if you uh, average out to 7,500 steps, I'm sorry, 7,500 steps a day. Did I say miles before? Because that would be crazy. 7,500 steps a day. You live to your 80. That's about 120,000 miles in your lifetime. That's how much the average person walks. I don't, I actually feel like it sounds like a, like a low ball fact. No, I mean, what don't you think that you walked more in your whole entire life? Like if you're a marathon runner and you're running 26 miles in the marathon, that's one day. You know, I mean, come on. I thought that was an interesting fact. I'm walking nowhere these days because the city is so terrible. I mean, I know I've talked about this in the past, but, you know, and I do my shows at night. My spots around Manhattan, I drive. Now I have no car because my car was totaled. But um, and I'm trying to find another one, FYI. But uh, you know, I'm I, I, I'm driving around the city. I'm driving in my car. I, I literally I drive to the spot. I then come home. I park it, and depending on where I park it, I either take an Uber back to my apartment if it's like even a walkable distance. But if it's down the block from my apartment, then of course I just walk. But I am walking nowhere lately. Pre-pandemic, pre-the city being a garbage dump, um, I I walked everywhere. I would take the bus to the spot. I would take the train. I'd walk home. I love walking. It's 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 terrible, but you know what? It's not worth it. There's so many creepy weirdos walking around the street at night. I mean, just the other day, um, a soccer player was stabbed to death in Penn Station. I mean, like, what the hell is going on? We should get this mayor out of office. That's what we should do. Anyway, um, oh, on that fact note, by the way, if you want to know how what the distance is around the earth, it's 24,000 miles, FYI. Anywho, so the other day I went to uh, Hay Day. I don't know if you know this spa. They are, it's not even really a spa. It's a facial place. They kind of stole the uh, Soul Cycle dry bar model. All they do is facials. It's called Hay Day, H-E-Y-D-E-Y. Um, so they don't want, they're, they're very sensitive to it being called a spa. It's basically a, a place where you go and all you can get is facials. Um and they have a a membership program, so you can pay. You know, uh, I think it's one hundred and five dollars a month. Like, are they kidding me? They pay one hundred and five dollars a month. I know you're thinking the exact same thing. And you can go in every month for your monthly facial, um, and and that's the shtick. So I wanted to do a little self care the other day. I decided to uh, book a facial at Hey Day, try it out on the Upper East Side, and 
it was it was very nice. It was funny though. You know, it's like you you go into this big space. It's very modern. You don't go into a private room. You go into like a curtained off, you know, like a curtained off sort of section, kind of like the triage uh, place at the hospital. You know, triage at the ER, like that kind of thing. And uh, and they do a facial, and it was very relaxing. But you know, here's the problem that I had with Heyday. They're doing my facial. Okay, so wait, let me back up. I walk in. First of all, I check in at the front desk. Girl recognizes me from TikTok, this woman, Emily. So that was really fun. We were talking. But of course, I looked like a nightmare because I had no makeup on. Anyway, I go into the back into my little curtained room and I'm doing, and you know, she's starting the facial. And you know, I'm excited. I haven't had a facial in a long time. And then she starts with the upselling. I mean, is this not the worst? Is it? She's asking me, when was my last facial? Fine, standard question. What do I use to wash my face? Fine, standard question. Now, but I know I'm not going to sit there and tell a Dove soap and a white washcloth every day because I know then she's going to be like, oh my God, well, we have a better product than that. And I don't want to hear it. So I told her, Elta MD, which is a nice face wash, but I don't use it anymore. It's too expensive. And, um... And, and, you know, she's doing, she, you know, she's doing the whole thing. And then she starts upselling me. She wants to know if I want, uh, you know, one of these la- like lasers on my skin. And then um, uh, she asked me for $40 extra. She could like beat my face around with a jade stone. You know, it's like, no, I, I don't want to pay $40 for you to smack me around with a rock. Thank you. But it took any relaxation that I was trying to experience, sucked it right out of me. I, I, I can't relax when you're upselling me. I'm sorry. I don't know how you feel about this, but after she got off that 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 business, uh, she did the facial, and it wound up being very nice. My skin looked amazing after. I will say it was a great facial, um, you know. And I and I packed up and and I left. I did look up online though, um, you know what their what their deal is. Because then, no, thankfully, I think I said no to every single thing she was talking to me about during the facial. She wouldn't dare ask me if I was going to become a member. Um, but here's the deal. So basically, at Heyday, you could join. It's like $105 a month. You get one monthly facial, and then any other subsequent facial in that month is $75. Big freaking deal. I would never do a monthly facial club. Like, I don't have that kind of a disposable income. And even if I did, I probably would just go to the spa once a month as opposed to some uh, a clinical sort of um, facial, you know, because I maybe want other services. But the idea behind the business um, is that, you know, just like how you drop in to get a, a, a blow dry or you drop in to do a soul cycle class, you would also drop in to get the facial. I think it's a smart idea. I, I, I'm, sure, I'm sure there are people that... Uh, you know, that are doing it, but not, it's definitely not for me, you know, and once those subscription companies, once these businesses that are subscription businesses, you know, have that subscription business model, once they know that you're subscribed and they're on that, uh, you're on payroll, you know, they're, they're, they're just charging your credit card every month. Sometimes people forget, especially the younger, the younger people don't tend to, um, comb through their credit card statements, but I think you would, if you were seeing a $105 charge every month, but anyway, so that's that. That it was nice though. I'm hosting Thanksgiving. It was a whole big thing. It was kind of impromptu in how I uh, came to hosting it because I'm not really in any shape to be hosting anything after my accident. I feel better. Um, I'm going to physical therapy a few times a week, but you know, like mentally, I'm a little slow because I hit my head on the you know the back of the headrest and then the, on the steering wheel. So I'm like a little slow. Um, 
I, I, I'm having headaches on and off, but not nearly as much as I was um, at sort of, I guess, the height of the concussion. But I am taking it easy. But my mother's moving. So, you know, it's like, that that's a whole big to do. She was like, you I'll host it and I'll cater. It's like, no, I don't want to have Thanksgiving sit around a bunch of, you know, boxes um, and have a catered turkey. I said, I'll just do it at my house. So she's bringing, uh, she's bringing a lot of sides. I'm doing the turkey. I'm making uh, this sweet potato casserole with, you know, like sweet potato with the marshmallows on. My daughters really love it. So they asked me to make that. I'm making a corn casserole, which is so sinful, but delicious. I mean, it's also not healthy for you at all. My Aunt Camille makes this a lot. It's uh, basically you take a box of Jiffy mix, you know, the, the one from like the 1920s that you see in the in the supermarket baking aisle, and you're like, who buys this? It's like corn muffin mix, but you take the Jiffy thing, the box of that, a cup of sour cream, a stick of butter. I know, I know. Two cans of corn drained and then a can of uh, creamed corn. And, you know, you mix it up in a bowl. You you, you put it in a casserole dish uh, and you bake it for like 45 minutes at 350 or 400 or something. You know, and, and you stick a fork in the middle, obviously, to see if it's done. That, I'm making that. I made that already. So I did that. And then, you know, I did some Italian lemon cookies. And my daughter's asked me to uh, make sugar cookies. So we did. More, I'm doing more than I than I signed up for. But my mother's bringing stuff. My aunt's bringing stuff. My sister's, my sister's making stuff, mushrooms. So it'll, it'll be nice. I don't have a, a, a big place. So, you know, I think I'm having like 15 people. So, you know, I'm sure I'll have a lot to say about that next week. Let me tell you something, though. I went to Costco, and I saw this tin of cookies. This was before I did all the baking. I couldn't resist. I had to buy. Oh, my God. They were absolutely delicious. It's the Kirkland brand, which, you know, is just fabulous. I mean, though that brand goes right up against any brand in my book. It's a big red and gold tin. If you see it, you got to try it. It's called European Cookies. And, and you know, it's all those, it's all those uh, you know, it's all those, like, cookies with the chocolate over, you know, like the Kit Kat kind of cookies, the wafer cookies, you know, shortbreads with, like, chocolate dip on them. Oh, my God. The whole tin is three pounds. I do not need three pounds of chocolate butter cookies, but I did. And, you know, there's two layers in there. So I thought, yeah, let me just go have a few, you know, a few cookies on the top layer. You know, I'm going to have plenty for Thanksgiving. You know, now there's 30 cookies missing. It's terrible. It's terrible. And then the other thing that I did at Costco, I couldn't resist, was there I am. I'm walking down the aisle and I see a bag of chocolate covered pretzels, my favorite. But these were the Girl Scout Thin Mint, thin, you know, the Thin Mints, the, the Thin Mint covered, chocolate covered pretzels. So, you know, chocolate minty on the outside. I said, oh, I'll serve them. You know, I'll put them in a little a little dish, you know, with, with all the, the, the spread, for the Venetian hour of Thanksgiving. Ridiculous. They, they were okay. They were okay. They, I, I got to be honest. I much prefer a regular chocolate-covered pretzel. But if you really love Thin Mints and you think you like minty chocolate and pretzel together, it's definitely worth buying. You know, and, and that's the thing, though, with Costco is because some of the stuff, it just looks so delicious like that. And I never saw that before in the supermarket. So I bought it. All I wanted to do was try one. I have no business buying two pounds of chocolate-covered minty pretzels, you know, mint chocolate-covered pretzels. But, you know, like everything else, I'll say, oh, I'll put it out for company. 
<laughs> I feel like company, the food you put out for company, it's like a balance between all the things that you made that are delicious and then stuff that you kind of want to get out of the house. Still delicious. Not that you put, not that you're putting out, you know, like stale peeps for the people. You know what I'm saying? You're putting out good stuff, but you, you, you know, we got to move the inventory. We need inventory turnover around here. And those, those mint chocolate covered pretzels, they got to go. My family's going to show up. They're going to be like, you made lemon cookies, butter cookies, brownies, blondies. Now you're putting out these European cookies. What's going on here? I I don't know. I'm. It's all downhill from here, people. All that no, not worth walking is really, you know. Anyway, I'm talking to this uh, girl. Well, actually, you know, not really. This girl DMs me, and then we're talking on, on DM. Uh, on Instagram, and she was telling me she listened to the podcast, one of the podcasts, earlier podcasts, and uh, she was talking about some makeup, and she gave me a great makeup tip. I want to share it with you guys. I didn't try it yet. I just ordered it from Amazon. It didn't come. Um, So I think it was maybe an episode where I was talking about foundation or whatever, and she was telling me that her favorite foundation is this YSL foundation, Yves Saint Laurent. It's $54 a bottle, and she's basically, I mean, she was hilarious. Her name is Karen, which, by the way, I love that name, even though, you know, it's tainted. But she's saying, you know, she's going to be working the corner for the rest of her life if she's going to be doing $54 bottle foundation. And it's like, Karen, what are you doing? Are you dabbing it on? Are you smearing it on? Are you doing, like, are you doing a very light tap? Because $54 could let, found, bottle foundation could last you six months, but I don't know. Anyway, so she found a match for this uh, Yves Saint Laurent foundation, and uh, it's the L'Oreal Infallible Fresh Wear Foundation. So L'Oreal Infallible Fresh Wear Foundation. I ordered it on Amazon. I'm going to give it a try. I don't use Yves Saint Laurent foundation. I used to use um, Makeup Forever, the HD foundation, which also was like $50, $60 a bottle. And then I changed to Bare Minerals just to give my skin a little break. The thing with Bare Minerals, though, is like it, it kind of like, I mean, it's good, but first of all, for whatever reason, it makes you very, sh- it sh- makes you shiny fast, so you always need to have, you know, sort of like a blotting powder, you know, like a translucent powder, dab, dab throughout the day. But also, you have to be careful how you put it on, otherwise it could be like cake. But um, anyway, I'm going to try the L'Oreal Foundation. Why not? Karen loves it. That means it's good for all of us. And you know, I love the makeup tips. If you have any dupes or cheap things that you found, please let me know. So I watched, been watching a lot of TV, you know, because obviously I haven't been um, going out so much. I'm really excited for this show, Inventing Anna. It's not on yet, but I saw previews on Netflix. It's about this girl. Check it out, Inventing Anna. All you could do is watch the trailer. It's on Netflix. I thought it was going to be a documentary, and it's not. It's more like a gossip girl. You know, it's a fake, whatever they call it, fiction, but based on a true. Um, it's about this girl who, uh, for like four years, she she went by a different name. She lived in Manhattan. She went by a different name, and she told a lot of people that she was like a socialite, and she she wound up being a con, a, a con artist. Um, the show is Inventing Anna, and it's coming out in 2022. But I did watch... Real shows, real movies, and they some of them were great. I watched this show on Netflix called Red Notice. I don't know if you have heard about it. Super cute. It was with Ryan Reynolds, uh, The Rock. I didn't think I was going to like it. My boyfriend's like, let's watch this movie, Red Notice. And I'm like, I'm sick of these action movies, Man Saves the Day, blah, blah, blah. 
but it was very cute. It was an international crime movie. It was the action film. Um, it, and basically it was about, uh, you know, like the a police hunting down like the world's, um, the, 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 the top art thief, uh, in the world. And it was, and it was really good. It, they had these scenes where it took place in, you know, like Russia and, and, and South America and I don't know, and, and Rome and, you know, it kind of kept flashing of all these countries. So it was cool. It's definitely uh, a movie that a man would like, but you'll like it too. And you know who was in it? Um, Gal Gadot. She uh, it played Wonder Woman. She looks fabulous. Okay. She's, you know, she's an Israeli girl. She's around 36 years old. How she was in these all these gorgeous skimpy outfits in the movie. This girl, she had three kids. I I, well, I don't know what she started out looking like before the kids, but I'm convinced that if your body is that tight and tiny after three kids, you were probably emaciated, supermodel like before kids. Because I was I was I was pretty thin before I had kids, and I'm not I'm not chubby. I'm just you know I'm a little voluptuous. Um, so I watched that. That was great. Red Notice. I watched the Britney Spears, Britney versus Spears documentary. That was really good, um, you know, about the conservatorship and and it was it was it came out before they ended the conservatorship, but it was it was sad, you know, it was it was just sad. It went through the whole story and how how it kind of got started and um, and then of course after I finished watching it, they announced a few days later that the conservatorship ended. And so, you know, all of my friends were all like, but are we going to see in six months that she actually did need to be in a conservatorship? This word conservatorship, it's not even a word that I've ever really used before. So it kind of feels funny to use. You know what I'm saying? But here's the thing. Do I think that she needed her father or anybody else telling her when to see the doctor, how to see the doctor, what medications? No, he's a sick fuck. We already talked about that. But I do think she probably needs somebody to watch over her money because if you, you know, me, any of us, if for 13 years somebody else was ruling your roost, everything from doctor's appointments to to what you were able to buy and where you were able to go, if all of a sudden you cut loose, I mean, God, you're going to be going on spending sp- spending sprees, who God knows who's going to come into your life, and now she's going to marry this guy. I hope she has a good lawyer and she's going to get a prenup because that would be crazy, Brittany, if you didn't. Um, oh, I watched, uh, the Barbra Streisand documentary on Netflix. Also great. It was basically her singing some of her songs. You know, Barbara's my idol. You know, when her son married Diane Lane, I was, I was in a depression. I wore black for like six weeks. I mean, the thought of Barbra Streisand being my mother-in-law was so exciting to me. I would like go to her house in Malibu you know, and we would just hang out and we'd talk about interior design and we would talk about all the movies she was in. I had this whole fantasy in my head and it all came crashing down. I think actually though, when he married her, I think I was probably only like, you know, 18 or something ridiculous like that. But it reminded me um, when I was watching the Barbara show on Netflix of this off-Broadway show that I saw a few years ago, and it was so fabulous. And I started to Google it, and then I found out that you could watch it online. And if you're a Barbara fan, you got to see this. It's called Buyers and Sellers. It's a one-man play. 
uh, this it was written by this guy Michael Yuri. You can na- actor. You can now watch it online. I guess they put it online after the pandemic or whatever, and it is the best. I I, I loved it. I think I saw it down at the Cherry Lane Theater um, in 2013, and the the show. It's a one man show about an actor who takes a job in a fake mall, which happens to be Barbara Streisand's basement. And uh, the show is like a couple hours, and it's amazing. And if you don't know, Barbara Streisand in her Malibu home, she's turned her basement into a shopping mall. Um, I think there's like a Starbucks down there or cotton candy, you know, store candy shops. And, and she has all these Victorian dolls, and she has all these stores. It's just all this, all this stuff, this junk, tchotchke she's collected. She all has it in the mall. Anyway, um, the, the 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 show buyers and sellers is is so great, and so the you know the actor in the show, it was like this guy he's a struggling actor, he's trying to make it, he's trying to get a job. Poor guy, he can't even hold down a job at Disney World, and then as luck would have it, you know he winds up getting this job in her basement. Um, and while Barbara Streisand is entertaining all of her guests upstairs, this is this is what's going on downstairs. Is is you know his show, and it's 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 the best. It's just the best. And then of course he winds up falling under her spell and becomes her confidant, and they become best friends. Like of course, I mean he, I mean that is just of course what you know a an actor in New York would do. You write the, the write the play that you're working in Barbara Streisand's basement, and then the end is that you become her best friend. Of course. So anyway, this is a short podcast this week. I, um, Like I said, I still have my Thanksgiving prep to do. I'm doing a show down in the Wall Street area tonight on Thanksgiving Eve. That'll be fun. And then I'm coming home to figure out what the hell I'm going to do with this turkey. Because I have, let me just say this to you. I have a fresh turkey, 25-pound fresh turkey. I want to soak it, you know, um, and I can't remember what I did in prior years when I've hosted. Like, I did Thanksgiving last year. I can't remember what I did, and I think this is probably the concussion. Like, where did I put this turkey to soak? You know, maybe in, like, a salt bath or a brine, whatever. Where, where did I put this turkey in years prior? Did I have a paint bucket to put it in? I know I didn't put it in the sink. Did I put it in a giant size foil pan? I don't know. So right now I got the fresh turkey in the fridge, and when I come home from my show tonight, I'm going to clean it and... Um, and I'm going to figure out what the hell I'm going to do with it to prep it before uh, before I cook it tomorrow. Which, by the way, I'm going to be up at like 8 in the morning doing this thing. I'm sure like you. How cute. My daughter, when I told my daughter that I had to clean the turkey tonight, she's like, with soap? <laughs> anyway, I hope you guys have an amazing holiday. I'm sure you will. Um, it feels nice, right? This is going to be the first, uh, one of the first holidays back with the familia. La familia. Because last year was, you know, I don't know, kind of bleak. Um, product of the week was this Vaseline, this adorable Vaseline pot I saw in Dwayne Reed the other day. I can't wait to go back and get it. I was in a rush, so I couldn't do it. But it was uh, called a Vaseline gold glitter pot. It was a tiny little thing of Vaseline, but it had flecks of gold glitter. I thought that was the most adorable stocking stuffer for my daughters. It was like five bucks. I loved it too. I love Vaseline and lip liner. You know, that's my thing. So Vaseline with gold glitter and lip liner, that's going to be my holiday thing. And the quote of the week is from the one and only Babs, Barbara. And she says, 
on her famous nails, because you know Barbara Streisand has her famous nails. She's always had them forever. And she says, when my mother wanted me to work in the school system to be a typist, I rebelled by growing my nails. And then to this day, I still kept them, but I still wish I could type. That's the story of Barbara Streisand nails. If you ever want to know why she's running around with these claws for decades, it's because she was rebelling against her mother when her mother wanted to go to secretarial school and be a typist. And thank God that she didn't, Barbara. Thank God you had the chutzpah to do all that and rebel and go off and do your own thing because otherwise we would be missing all of your treasures. That's it for today, the Elise DeLucci Show. I hope you guys have an amazing Thanksgiving and I will talk to you next week. Ciao, ciao. Ciao. 